Welcome. What? To another episode. Of what? Driving to the Riz. With whom? Your favorite <laughs> hosts. Inelia. And Larry. <laughs> Thank you for saying your name. <laughs> and maybe Todd this trip. Yes. Well. Todd might jump in the back of the truck this trip. Yeah, he might. Yeah. 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 We'll find out in our second, second hour. hour. Which... You can get at Subscribestar. Yeah. If you want to be a patron of the light, you get it from Subscribestar. Right. And if you're not so interested in being a patron of light, you just want to listen to it, I don't know where you'll find it. Uh, in any type of podcast player, that your favorite one, we're going oh. to have the full... The full, full show. show available for if everyone wants to watch it, mm-hmm. listen to it, because yes. it's the kind of info that the well, in this case, the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch do want made public. Yes. Right. Yes. There's a funny thing about Sasquatch, right? Yes. They are. There's something they want public. And, yes. you know, there's some things not quite so much. Basically, they want to make public the fact that they have strong boundaries. <laughs> yes. And they want their privacy, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of like a contradiction in something. Yeah, Yeah, in something. Yeah, because we're making this podcast and... To make it public public so that everybody can hear about... Sasquatch. That want to be somewhat private private. with boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you wrote a really interesting uh, newsletter this week mm-hmm. for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, if you're listening to this and you're not sure about this newsletter we're talking about, you can go check Substack, Inelia Benz, I-N-E-L-I-A-B-E-N-Z. And you'll find the newsletters. And from there, you can find uh, this second hour of this podcast. If you listen to the like first half hour and it, it doesn't seem to go anywhere, you can find all the <laughs> links there. Just go there. It'll be easy. Yeah. And there'll be a whole bunch of other articles there that you can check into. That, you know, they're kind of related. Yeah. I think you'll, you'll find it interesting if you haven't been there before. Substack is completely free. Mm, yeah, and it's, it's all free. It's our new <clears throat> way, uh, delivery system for our newsletter. So, yeah, if you want to receive the newsletter... Go there. Yeah. If it gives, tells you you need to have a subscription and put your email in and all that other stuff, you don't need. You could just push the little button that says, not now, thank you. And yes. just goes right to it. Yes. And if you feel like being a patron of the light, you can pay a little bit, donate a little bit. If you bit. want to. That's quite up to you. you want, it's the same. Whether the you same. pay or not. One is a patron of the light and the other one isn't. But either way, um, yeah, all of this stuff is there. All the newsletters. Okay. so And we oh, have a monthly oh. essay there, too. Oh, yeah, the essays are nice. Yes. Or if you're what? a lecturian. Lecturian. Yeah, lecturian is an alien species who loves to read. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's funny. Yes. Shall, All right. shall yeah. we read a little bit of this article? Or yes, let's give it a read. About it? Let's give it a read. And, uh, you know, if I feel like i got to jump in somewhere, I will. Okay. So if you're like want to hear it and just it, then just go to Substack and read it. Yes. And then I won't interrupt. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Let's go. I'm going to tell you a little story from one of the tribes in the northwest of the United States. Okay. The story is from oral memory, and although it has been written down in a book or two, it is not very well known to the majority of the world's population. Yeah, because the majority don't listen to their oral. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. 
I want to tell you this story to illustrate that the, quote, want to prove or disprove the existence or nature of Sasquatch, unquote, is not shared by the majority of the village tribal people of the world, but is indeed a modern, and there I, I say white, perspective. Jeez, that's pretty risky. Yeah. Calling it white. To qualify the word white yeah. what do you in mean? the native perspective, this does not necessarily mean white skin or even race. Right. It isn't a racial thing. No. It means colonial mindset. A person's skin can be black, brown, white, or any other color. They could even be native by birth. But if the person is not of a particular native tribal mindset, that person is labeled white. Right. And in other places, they have words like in Hawaii, they call them howlies. Oh, really? Right. Uh, and buckled is the word that we would use in Macaw. And they got lots. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they got lots of words and lots of villages that kind of designate when someone isn't thinking like a tribal person, right? Yeah. They have a different colonial mindset. It's a mindset that isn't grounded in the same, I guess, process. Culture or process. Culture, yeah. Yeah. Even the way to think about things. Yeah, even the way. <laughs> it's almost like racism, <laughs> pretty much. It is kind of. Yeah, but, but it's, it isn't it's not about skin related. No, it's, it's not skin related. Mindset related. Yeah. It's like, how do you see the world? The that's world it. is a place that's to. It. How do you see the world? Right. How do you see the yes. world? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're trying to communicate. Mm -hmm. So don't get all upset about it. Right. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I can just feel the. <laughs> yeah, because I've been called white a few times in that drawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the story goes something like this. Okay, tell me the story. It was a time, not long ago, remembered still by some elders as they heard it from their great-grandparents, mm -hmm. that the gods came down in their ships and told all the tribes that they needed to gather to receive souls. Most of the tribes were compelled and excited at the prospect and turned up on the day and place in question to receive their souls. Except there was one tribe who wanted nothing to do with catching a soul and didn't go there. This tribe is called the Sasquatch tribe. The other tribes accepted the Sasquatch tribe's decision and still dealt with them in the same way that they dealt with other tribes who had received souls. They traded for goods and medicine, they had agreements and arrangements around fishing, hunting and harvesting, and they pretty much left them to themselves. That was the story. Right. And this story is considered true history by the tribes that know it. Right, and it's funny, too, as you look at tribes' stories, mm -hmm. I mean, generally, the colonial mindset is their quaint little fables. Myths and myths fables, and like yeah. That. And some of the language in there is, you know, like, like I used the word flying turtles in the past. Mm -hmm. Flying turtle as a UFO, while well, we use a thunderbird as a word mm -hmm. that yep. kind of designates... What you would probably describe as a UFO in modern language, right. but just because of the language, it's discarded as a myth, when in fact, if you really dug a little bit, you'd see, well, that's not that far off of anything I would believe right now. That's actually accurate, isn't yes. it? <laughs> so yeah, you do have to look and allow, but once you allow in, the data comes, then you know mm -hmm. that's expansion of your awareness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. good stories. Yep. So... If I get the story right, <clears throat> the gods came yes. and said, all right, everybody, it's time to get souls. Yes. And the Sasquatch tribe said, no, thank you. And they, 
They didn't turn up. They didn't turn up. Uh -uh. So they never got a soul. They didn't. So Sasquatch don't have a soul. Mm -hmm. When people hear that, they tend to think that you need a soul in order to have... Be a good person. Be a good person or have a conscience or I think a whole number of things, right? Mm -hmm. That's attributed to having a soul. And I think that whole soul conversation is probably best had maybe um, in... In its own space and place. We have, yeah, we've had, this we have had this conversation so many times already. Right. So, if you want to know more about souls and human bodies and Sasquatches and the combinations, like humans have a physical body, elemental, and a soul, mm-hmm. and Sasquatches have a physical body, elemental, but not a soul, also. Right. Right. Hence, Sasquatches don't need houses and they don't need clothes to exist on the planet. Right. And we do. Yeah. That's one of your clues okay yes go on my personal connection to them the sasquatch began slowly gradually and organically in 2014 they didn't just appear one day to say hello no they took their time yeah (laughs) when i was in the shower (laughs) (laughs) the outside shower (laughs) yes well actually the the connection started earlier than that but that was 2016 (laughs) that was quite funny they, when we saw them physically, or at least I did. So I heard them. Basically, you heard them. <laughs> You're in the outdoor shower. Yep. In my uh, Sasquatch suit. <laughs> yes, in your Sasquatch suits, having a shower, in the outdoor shower. And you forgot your towel. So I went back inside the house to get the towels. And then when I came out, I was walking towards the shower and right in the back of the yard. <laughs> it's like a streaker. Running across was a Sasquatch. Hauling, hauling fast, so fast. Oh my God, he was so fast, so fast. I knew it was a he. Yeah. I don't know how I know, but I knew it was a he. And I could see from like almost shoulder level down because the branches of the trees, that trees were really tall, but the branches came down and covered. So I never saw his face. Yeah, it was like shoulder up. Yeah. You saw the bottom, the arms and the legs and the running, fast. And really running, really fast. <laughs> and at first, the first thing that came to my mind was bear. Yeah, me too. Because it's black and fluffy. Uh-huh. Furry, I should say. But then it's like, wait, I didn't know bears could run on legs and their legs were so long and their arms were so long because it was like moving his arms, you know, so it, like yeah. <laughs> swinging his arms as it was running. And it's like, what the... And it crunched through the brush, you know, like in the trees. And then all the dogs ran after it. And you came running out of the shower. So what was that? What was that? I thought a bear was going to jump in and get me in my shower, for God's sake. (laughs) Got to get out of here. And then, well, you were running towards it, so I don't know why you were running towards it. Well, the best defense is offense in the case of a bear. You got to tell it, hey, you can't bite me. Okay. And then the dogs went quiet and came running back. (laughs) Yes, they did. Past us. They ran a little bit and was like, (laughs) right back. No, never mind, guys. Don't go over there. (laughs) And you said, did you hear that? And I said, did you see that? That was was quite funny, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was in 2016. Uh, yeah, as your mind doesn't comprehend how fast it's going, it's, that's one of the and first things it sort of deletes are. it in the size. It doesn't yeah, make sense. Doesn't, uh... Anyway. <clears throat> well, at first I didn't know I was perceiving Sasquatch communication. This is back in 2014. Okay. To me, it was simply communication from some sort of intelligent group in the area. But slowly and surely, the communication became clearer and culminated in seeing one of them physically in our backyard. That was in 2016. So already that took two years. Two years from first mm-hmm. contact to, to seeing, visual, yeah. like here we are, see? Mm-hmm. 
After that physical encounter, Larry and I got more curious about this whole Sasquatch area of research. Yep. We started looking up movies, looking up stuff. Or, yeah. Trying to find out, hey, what's going on? Has anybody got any current stuff? Yeah, books. Yeah. We even went to a couple of Sasquatch. Um, yeah, we went to events, conferences, a couple conferences, of conferences. Yeah. yeah. Those were interesting. We learned a lot of little things like that they used sticks for communicating. I never even mm-hmm. thought of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. Somehow they didn't communicate that to either. But when when we when became aware it, of it, then you, you start to be able it. to see it. And when mm-hmm. you encounter it in the woods, oftentimes you'll be, ah, oh, I got to prove this one happened by itself. It just fell out of the tree like right. this. But right. you get to a point where it's uh, pretty impossible. much impossible to explain this. With each other, you know. Yeah, they can't fall that way. And yeah. I don't think deers and bears are doing that. There's <laughs> There's got to be some form of manipulation. And. Sure, you're a human in the woods, but how many times have you spent an hour or two building a complex wood structure woven through with giant branches? Not very often. Mm-hmm. I suppose never. Mm-hmm. No, me no. No. So you're kind of like left with, well, who the heck could have did that? Yeah. Especially where you are. It's like there's nowhere to get there. Yes. And no reason to be there besides you're looking for yeah. an adventure, I guess. And often these structures are made out of... Uh, older branches or trees in our area, yeah. In in areas where there aren't any, just right, they've been moved. Yeah, yeah they've moved. Not always, but sometimes. no, not always. Occasionally, you find the you know they're in the area, but it's in a intentional fashion. I think the yeah. the key is is that when you find them, you have the sense this is an intentional structure. I don't know what mm-hmm. it means or why it was built or who or how long, but I I this I can't say this was an accident of nature so to speak yeah right you just know it by the anyway some years in we came across a documentary made by todd standing called discovering bigfoot now the reason that the movie picked our awareness was because when we were watching it larry's mom diana Mm. an elder of the maca tribe on the northwest of the usa was walking past the television, looked up and shouted, look, that's a Sasquatch. <laughs> that's exactly what they look like. That's, that's what I saw. Oh. That's what I saw in the woods by the road just a few weeks ago. But she also said, like, and I've seen them all my life, you know. Yeah, what was interesting is we were watching it. I was watching it. I was going, what? That's a, like a clear picture of a face. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. Is that real? Because, I mean, how would I know? How would I know? And then my mom, who yeah. had seen them face to face. Yes said that's exactly what they look like exactly. and that's exactly what she saw. Yeah. And those ones are from Vancouver Island, the ones that the pictures are of. Mm-hmm. They're, our tribe is, the Macaw tribe is part of Vancouver Island tribes. Oh, okay. We're not really related to United States tribes. It's all Macaw and above the Chunloth. Mm. So that, that tribe of Sasquatch would be the one that she saw and their face looks exactly like she saw give it a huge amount of weight in my you know mind yeah because with that we, we gave didn't it know up how would i know if he was made up or not it I don't or whatever have a, we didn't know him i don't have sophisticated technology to figure no, out how far between fake, the eyes whatever, is, it was know. way before there were such a thing as deep fakes no it wasn't yeah it was no. it was way before was it yes <laughs> it was only 2017 but it was like even if somebody had tried to put masks like that it would be like really hard those are the best masks i've ever seen even better than like movies. hollywood movies so mm. i'm like come on now that's a lot of effort for a one second two seconds worth of whatever yeah. Yeah. and there wasn't just one there was multiple different faces and 
even races of face, right? Yeah. Darker, dark ones. Yeah. Anyway, it was remarkable in that my mom recognized it instantly. She said, mm-hmm. I see all the, you know, she said, you know, we go to Forks or places like that. They have Sasquatch pictures and they, they got the, they, yeah. they follow a same kind of a pattern, mm-hmm. right? With the domed head and this and that and the other yeah. thing. But the pictures that Todd had don't really look like the, the like the drawings that you drawings, see on the yeah. side of the street. It, it was unique. Yeah, it was very different. And for her to say, that's it, that's what I saw, then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that makes some, that gives it, it more it weight. weight. It gave it yeah, weight yeah. where it didn't necessarily have. Right, right. <clears throat> anyway. Although I had seen the Sasquatch in our backyard and you'd heard it, right? Mm-hmm. I had not seen his face, only right. his body from the chest down running through the woods. His shoulders and head were hidden by tree branches. I also heard a couple of them talking in gibberish oriental type quick speak. I've been recorded multiple long and extremely loud whales. I remember those sounds. whales. I wonder if we can find that yeah. recording and share it. Yeah. But this is just a little summary of, yeah. I mean, this is just a tiny little bit example of the things that we've experienced here. Remember, There's so much we could be talking like for hours. Remember when Romeo looked in the wood pile? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at the Shaman Shack, we had a wood pile yes. next to the window and yes. our little our little um, Portuguese water dog is uh-huh. pitch black. Yes, yes. So black. If it's dark outside, all you see are maybe the outline uh, of the white of his eyes if he looks one yes. way or the other. Because if he's and looking straight teeth, at you, usually, yeah. oh yeah, if he smiles at you, his teeth will show yeah, up. Yeah. Other than that, he's a black hole, man. Yeah, so every now and then when we let him out, he'd crawl up on top of the wood pile and look in the window. Yes. And it's about, you know... Seven foot, eight foot or so, six, seven, yeah, seven or eight feet, I suppose, to get through the window. So he's way up on top of the wood and climbed yeah. up there looking in. Yeah. But anyways, that was funny, that story, because Larry was fishing, so I was by myself. Yeah. And I was sitting next to the window, <laughs> and um, the chair was next to the window, and I was watching television, and then suddenly I feel somebody watching me from the window. So I look over and I look and see what I think is Romeo, <laughs> right? Like black, furry, with, and I see his teeth and a little bit of his eyes shining on the reflection of the, the television. I go, oh, Romeo, okay, hold on, because I thought he wanted to come in, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Hold on, I'll, I'll be right over. And I, I pause the television, go outside, open the... The, outside the kitchen, go to the front door, open the door, and I look, and there's no pile of wood. The wood, <laughs> yeah. we used it all out. The wood was gone. <laughs> no wood and no dog. <laughs> Romeo wasn't outside. He's gone. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, oh, he was outside, but he was gone, huh? He was gone, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I wasn't Romeo. There must be a Sasquatch, right? Mm-hmm. So I go, okay. So Romeo, Romeo, he doesn't come in. So I close the door, go back to this chair, put on the television, and then I'm perceiving through the corner of my eye to see if I can see the, the face again, and I can see the teeth again. So I look over, and and I say, hold on! <laughs> and the eyes go big, you know. And I run across to get the door open, and there's nobody there, right? Damn, it's fast. gone, fast. It's like the television is in front of me yep. and the window's beside me. So it wasn't like it was reflecting a television show or anything. And there was nothing in the television show that would look like Romeo or a face or yep. anything, right? Yep. 
And I'm like, it's okay, safe. You can come over and say hi, whatever. And eventually Romeo comes running back, you know, and he's all happy, like he's just been playing and was wet and shaggy. And yeah, super happy and runs in, like, okay, I'm ready to lay down now. I'm like, oh, they like to play with Romeo. But that was really interesting, but I can't really say the features because all I saw was the teeth. Teeth. Right. Eyeshadow and the eye, little bit of a shine, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that that was an interesting one too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so right there. Oh, um, so yeah, there was a lot more other yeah here's instances and, and experiences and things. Some really funny ones too. A lot of experiential telepathy ones too. Larry and I, of course, then started to pay good attention to the documentary, contacted Todd, and invited him to the res for a chat. I joined his uh, group. He had a Sylvanic group of some kind where you could join in and have conversations, share your experiences. Mm -hmm. When Todd arrived, this was a few months later or years later. (laughs) I don't remember the time. I think it was about a year, probably about a year. A year or two later, he arrived. He decided to come out and visit. Mm Mm-hmm. The Sasquatch locals became very, very interested it in him. It was crazy. It was crazy. All of a sudden, it was like we were Sasquatch Central. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And I, I remember telling him about it. He says, yeah, that does happen. I don't know what. But whenever <laughs> I decide I'm coming somewhere, Sasquatch get real active. Yeah. yeah. So much so that when Todd first got here, they wanted to interview him. They had a lot of questions for him and asked me permission to speak to him through me. I remember that was on our our boat we lived on a boat called the Alaria mm-hmm. and Todd and his uh, friends showed up his expeditioners they showed up for their uh, expedition and it was the first time we met him and we let him I think we let him stay on the boat didn't we, we did we did we let them stay on the boat and uh, we stayed at the Shaman Shack right and so uh, when they first got there and took us around they sat at the table and uh, Todd's like seven foot ten or something like that <laughs> well not exactly but okay. he's a tall guy he's pretty good size <laughs> yeah and uh he was sitting at the table he couldn't quite fit in there you know it, yeah it was like squished in like squished in there like this kind <laughs> of so big and you're about <laughs> five foot five foot yeah. five foot nothing yeah. and uh hundred pounds and you come in and and you started to you introduced yourself, said hello and things like that. And then you went, you were like right to business. It was yes. funny, yeah. uncanny. And you grew so that your head was like touching the ceiling and it bent felt over. That way, yeah. so it, it felt, felt that, that way. way. You weren't taller, but mm-hmm. your presence was big. Yeah, it, it felt, felt like, like your felt head like was bent over bend on the roof. Out, yeah, and no. it felt to me like I had to bend over to look at this tiny little man at the table and the other little men. <laughs> yes, there. the little guys all of a sudden got small behind the table. Yeah. And the questions were like rapid fire, kind of like yes. very probing. Here? What are you doing here? What What's you your want? intention? Why are you here? Intention. What are you planning to do if and you do? each one of them. Yeah, you know, it was like yeah. each one of them got grilled by the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was you asking, but I think... I sensed that they felt they were being interrogated by not you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like answering you, but I don't think that felt to them like they were talking to you so much. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they just yeah, thought you were real know. bossy or something. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to ask We'll have to ask Todd yeah. how he remembers of it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. If he remembers it. <laughs> if he remembers. I don't think he could forget it with the Sasquatch interrogate really? you like that. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. why are you here? What are you doing? What do you plan to do with that? Yeah. 
Um, I absolutely trust the local tribal Sasquatch, so I agreed. Uh, there are questions about this man, his intentions, the intentions of the other members of his party, and why they were going to do with the information. Were very important to the Sasquatch. Why? Why was it so important to the Sasquatch? Because Sasquatch have very strong boundaries and they want privacy. When Todd agreed on their terms, then they, they then gave information where to go and what to look for. They would make sure to make comfortable contact with him and the two of the three members of his party. The third member, Todd was told, they would put to sleep and Todd would not try to wake him up or Sasquatch would cancel their attempts to make physical contact with him and the other two people. Yeah, for, what, for whatever what reason in the mm. interrogation, one of the three didn't pass, or pass the, the questioning. questioning or they were too terrified or their experience would have violated a boundary that they had, mm -hmm. whatever their boundaries might happen to be. It's like a terrified person screaming about how terrifying his encounter with Sasquatch was. Or something else. Would, I don't actually know, know why the Sasquatch decided that one of the guys didn't qualify for contact. Right? And the other two did. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they have... They have somehow this ability to compel them someone to sleep. sleep good. They do. Yeah. So he said, just leave him asleep. Yeah. And then we'll show up and we can have a chat around the fire or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Why does Sasquatch agree to be seen by some people and not others? In most of the USA, they do have an agreement with the human collective to stay out of our awareness as long as they are left alone to carry on with their lives undisturbed. But there are some people who they're very interested in communicating with. So apart from the fact that there's some people they have no interest at all, and some people they don't care either way, there are some people who they really want to communicate with. <laughs> it's like with. they're fascinated. They're remember, fascinated. Remember our dick, my dickhand dick Slim? I was just thinking about him. Yes, that was so hilarious because He's, Slim did not like the Sasquatch. He was afraid of didn't him. Want, didn't want anything to do with the Sasquatch. Nothing. It's but like, the Sasquatch would appear to him all here, the push, time. Wherever he went, they would show Follow up. Him. If he stayed anywhere for any length of time, there would be really... rocks on his roof. Yeah. There'd be noises. They'd be pushing his trailer. Yeah. Scaring the dogs. They'd be barking. Yeah. <laughs> be like, and he saw them physically. Like It wasn't like a question or anything. I remember he told me one story. He was driving our fish to the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a fish truck. It was, uh, you know, carried about 10,000 pounds. So... In the world of fish trucks, that's kind of a small truck mm -hmm. and a bit old. And so it could barely make it up the hills very fast. It only got like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> and he's climbing Burnt Mountain, which is a hill between uh, our village and Forks. Okay. And on the way up that, he was going about 10 miles an hour. And he looked out the side window and there was a Sasquatch running on the road next to him. <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> he was like, look, his head forward and pushing the gas as hard as he could. <laughs> like, go faster, go faster. And he was just terrified. You could feel how, you could feel the terror that he had. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I don't know what. Oh no, show. Oh no. And then he looked at it and still there. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. It was so funny because <laughs> when he used to tell, and then there were so many other encounters so too, many. like that. And I would say, well, why are you still terrified? I mean, if they wanted to kill you, you'd be dead now. So why are you still terrified? And he was just, like, he like, wouldn't... I don't know, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't go. Like, he just... says, when next time maybe try to talk to them, you know? It's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> he, said, he said, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there are some individuals on Earth who do have very powerful genetic connections 
with the Sasquatch. These men and women are often but not always obsessed with Sasquatch, but whether they are or not, the Sasquatch are obsessed about them and repeatedly attempt to make contact, be seen, be heard, be connected. Yeah, yeah, it's the way it goes. <laughs> that is a little bit like that. A lot like that, probably. <laughs> Whenever he announces he's coming to visit the rest, the Sasquatch in the area become very excited about it. They leave signs and become available to experiential telepathy and physical visits seem seemingly to make known good places for him to spend time at. Tribal members from the Macau tribe who are also in deep connection with the Sasquatch also suddenly start calling and talking about Sasquatch. Yeah. And also wondering, hey, when are we getting back together and going to, you know, Go for a walk, visit, for a visit. visit with the Sasquatch? Yeah. Most modern individuals demand to see photos and videos that are impossible to refute, which is no longer a choice with the ear of deep fakes. Or they want a Sasquatch in a zoo or a dead body to examine. But the fact is that Sasquatch are not interested in all people believing they exist. They will visit with and make themselves perceivable and visible to what for us appear to be random people. By having gotten to know them a bit better, it feels to me that those who see or interact with Sasquatch are not random at all. They are a part of a long-standing village or tribal agreement, or have demonstrated an ability or affinity to uphold the long-standing agreement to respect Sasquatch's strong boundaries and privacy. We asked Todd if he would speak with us about his experiences with Sasquatch and expeditioners and his thoughts on this article, and he agreed. You can listen to our conversation with Todd in our podcast. To, well, I mean, for us, it's going to be in a minute or two or a week or yes. a couple of days, but for you, it'll be like, snap. Here's and Todd. then here's Todd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you in a sec. Welcome to the second part of our podcast. And we're super, super excited that we are here with Todd. And I was nervous. Ash. I was nervous. Larry's very nervous. Yes. He's always nervous, but today in particular. No, Is it going to work all right? Our signal going to work? It, yes. Well, sometimes if our signal drops, just wait a few minutes and we'll be back. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we did not hang up on you. No, we didn't hang up on you. We didn't get mad at you. We didn't leave. <laughs> We're here. Yes, we definitely did. Oh, I guess hang up on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> so, um, Todd, we've... Uh, we have seen your progress in the past few years and your like, growth with regards to the Sasquatch and connection and everything. One of the things that I was super interested in was the the change that we saw in you with regards to um, telepathic communication. Yes. And um, the last time you were here, you had a, like an aha moment around it and you, then you saw all the previous incidents and um situations where you'd been uh that you recognized as wait this is actual communication communication right yes yes can you tell us more about how that came about and you know how you felt since then yeah to be honest i mean she's uh ashley started working with me um it's you guys it's you guys and ashley are really my most powerful influences that really it was you guys before i met ashley told me about the awakening 
And I, that always scared me because I see people with big crosses and Jesus and awakening. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That scares <laughs> me, right? You see these crazy people and you drive by them like, God's watching you. Awaken. You're <laughs> <laughs> scared. Please don't put me in jail. I don't know. <laughs> but, but what I've come to realize and what's become so important, I always, I always knew this discovery process regarding Sasquatch was so incredibly important. I couldn't really put my finger on it. And now I've started now I now I clearly vividly realize that this this discovery is really about what when we awaken, we can literally like a, a dream I have is a president sits in front of the whole country. All the people stand and the president's on TV and he doesn't even say anything. He just tells everybody what's in his heart. Like he's so awake and everybody awake just reads him. And, and in his heart, we see this is a good man. He doesn't have to talk. No more verbal diarrhea. Like. A man stands in front of us and just gives us his emotions, shows us who he truly is. And we go, you're the man to lead this country. You know, uh, a secretary of justice, secretary of defense, all these people, they stand in front of us and don't talk. Show us who you are. And and the Sasquatch for so long have been trying to talk to me and communicate with me. I've been denying. It's been it's been unbelievable. The stuff <laughs> I've been denying. Like, I feel like an ass. Like, literally. <laughs> The simplest thing, like, and, and even, you know, I, I learned this from Nia Bay. I learned this from Ashley. Like one time I was coming back from a Sasquatch expedition and they literally Jedi mind tricked me to go right on this path. It's the, sh the crap way home. And I'm tired. It's, it's like <laughs> twice as long. It's a, it's a hard journey. It's, it's a mess or I could go home easy. They literally made me go right. And I, I remember walking for like three hours in the wrong direction <laughs> going, I'm pissed. Why did I go right? So I fall asleep. I'm like, what the hell's the matter with me? The mountain fell down. <laughs> if I if I went left, I would be dead. So you know what wow. I think? Not sure it was a good coincidence. I, <laughs> sure it I really was, and I'm 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 there the whole time going, who made me go right? I'd be dead. I literally saw the mountain fall, and I go, my camp is under 80 feet of rock, like a mountain oh, fall in the wilderness, right? I would nobody would have ever found my body. How did they? So, so not only did they do that, but how did they know that mountain was going to fall? Like so many things come up, and I've I've been in denial for so many years about all these events where these beings have literally kept me alive over and over. Mm -hmm. And and in Nia Bay, I learned that after the uh, the high school kid story, you know where the uh, the the story from the high school kids is. Someday, some some kid was getting bullied. I don't know if I ever told you guys this. It was Brian that told me this. Some kid was getting bullied, and he ran off to run away from the two bullies. He went up and the Sasquatch empowered him and he came down and kicked their ass. And he told everybody, <laughs> I went up there and the Sasquatch are tired of me getting bullied. They have the extra, and he took these guys and threw them like rag dolls. That's a story <laughs> the children of the Nia Bay school know. They, they the Sasquatch did that to me. And yeah, they love to watch. People watch the people Sasquatch. Watching, yeah. they it's their favorite show. They love it. And they're yeah. always keeping an eye on the kids in Nia Bay. Mm -hmm. They always know who they are. Mm -hmm. It's like we had one of those situations recently here where they not bullying or anything, mm -hmm. but a situation where we got my Jedi mind into going somewhere else because we went into the wilderness to try and get to the res on our bikes. When you yeah. when you yeah, when you come out to the bay where you stay on our property on the Suez, mm -hmm. and you uh, you came to our property at the Ozet Lake, there's a road mm -hmm. that goes between the two. So we're going to try and ride our bikes between the two and see if we can see any sign. Yes. Yes. And uh, we had our son, uh, he's 16, mm -hmm. with us. And um, we're, we were pedaling along and everything. And then suddenly I feel that we are 
with the Sasquatch tribe that's here in the Ozetla area. And I'm like, wow, your your area is really big because we're on our way to the res and here you are. And they kind of, I felt a kind of, you know, if, if you feel somebody giggling behind you, <laughs> you know, that feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange reaction. And then, yeah, and we had maps with us and everything. We were following a Google map on the thing. Yes. It wasn't showing our dot because we didn't have signal, but we we're like, okay, take a right. I think the next you. one's the left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we photographs and everything to make sure we didn't get lost in the woods because <laughs> getting lost in the woods around here is not fun. No. Okay. So, anyways, eventually they were like, um, we, we did move into a new area and I felt that they were connected with us and they very clearly asked, who is the young man about my son? And I said, well, that's my son, that's Brett. And they was like, they were kind of, how come we don't know him kind of thing? So I projected the image of him at the rest when he was little. Like, oh, no, no, you've met him. And I kind of projected an image of him on his bike. And then I received back multiple images of Brett on his bike, Brett walking around, Brett <laughs> with his friends, up in the woods, up in down in the village. And I was like, whoa, they've been, they know who he they've is. Been but also, watching. <laughs> they've been watching the kids. I mean, they watch the kids to make sure they're okay. And the village, right? Mm-hmm. So there's all these things. And also then we found out that they had Jedi mind us, as uh, Todd says, yeah. to move and go a completely different direction. We didn't go straight. We did a U. And I got a flat tire. And he got a flat tire, random flat tire. And I was looking at the map and going, oh, no, it's like I got 10 miles to walk my bike now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then... And then I started hearing cars. Yeah, we heard cars. And was like, this is very strange. There should be cars in the middle of the forest. <laughs> What's going on? We were back on the high and the road, our road. They we flipped had us around. Put us right back around, on the road. Back on the road. And a big message, just go home. Just go home. It's too far for you. It's too far for you. And there's <laughs> hunters in the area. Two things. It's too far for you. And there's hunters in the area. And the area, and then we did a measurement, and it would have taken us about two days to get there. <laughs> At our rate, yeah. Our we rate. weren't going very fast. <laughs> so wow. it's like the Jedi mind trick. Absolutely. Yeah, totally that was that. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I hear I hear a lot of authentic to me, that's there's one thing to send out a message, one thing to, to give them a message, because they can read off you anyways. The real trick is to receive it. That is where the power is. That's, that's when, in, in my opinion, from what I'm learning, that's awake is to receive those images and those messages. And th- that's, that's illumination to me. And it's, it's hard for people to, to slow your mind down and, and get that serenity where you're not, that buzz goes away, I guess, or just, just showing the calm so you can start receiving and perceiving clearly, not just, not just the image, but the emotion that comes with it, right? The feeling. Am, am I saying that right? Like it's, it's, it's really, it's powerful. Like, cause, cause I get, I get an image of a, a, a colleague of mine, Matt, I remember. And I, that's what I felt. I, that laugh. It's like, Matt's fun. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, we like Matt. Like, look how funny he is. Look at, he's just a fun guy. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I literally get the image and I'm smiling. So the emotion that comes with it, 
I mean, that's, that's a woke. And, and I, I don't want to just do that with Sasquatch. I want to do that with my friends, with my people. You know, I want to do that with, uh, I want us to be able to communicate like that, you know? So, uh, how, how do we get there? And, and I, I believe my teachers are the three people I'm, I'm with right now and the Sasquatch. They really, you, I really learn so much. And that's what's become so addictive to me is nothing to do with like other, other Bigfoot hunters or Sasquatch guys. They're all about, just it's such a different perspective. That's why I get such tremendous success because they're out for the money. They're out for the fame. I'm out for, I'm out to learn and expand as a being, as, as, as a, as a, as a positive member of this planet, as somebody who loves this earth and loves my society. We're all connected. And this awakening is light. It's love. It's positivity. It's truth. And, and, and that's what I'm fighting for as, as a better world, literally. And that's why the Sasquatch are communicating with me. That's my job. Is to is to project this out to the world and teach people to wake up. Don't be a zombie. Connect with nature. Her her Instagram is nature infused ash, right? Nice. And her whole life is about infusing nature and connecting with nature. That's the biggest arguments we have. She's got like oils and and medicines and remedies. And if I if I try to feed her organic, man, she's got teeth. In, oh, sorry, <laughs> in right. So she lets me know, and it's it's a wonderful gift. It's a it's a struggle. It's how awful is it to be here in Canada and we have to struggle to have organic good food. Like I have, sometimes I can't find organic potatoes and at the supermarket, you know, like our food has to be poisoned to buy it. It breaks my heart, you know, that people have to, Hey, I can't afford this unchemical food. So I'm going to eat stuff with pesticides in it. And that's not a woke to be living in a society like that is bad. Awake. Oh, awake. Sorry. <laughs> I think he's awake, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> we get silently giggling. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really confused because I'm really, I'm, I'm quite old school. You know, I'm, I'm masculine, feminine. And then these new terms come in. I just did that. Oh, let's me. not go there. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> yeah. So just, I hear you, though. I understand yes, what you're saying. Yes. That's one of the things and one of the things that we talk about often, often, which is, like you are here in a way to connect with the things that you want to see more of. So when you go to the store and you do find the things that you want, like organics food or they're clean or they're even past organic, you know, they have things like biodynamic and they have things that we don't even do organic because it's, it's not as good as we are. They got things past that. And when you find those things, you support them and you do it. Like we watch your stuff and we support you. We support the people doing the things that we want to see more of. And we buy the food that we want to see more of. And we're like, right. we go to Walmart and it's full of organic stuff. I mean, Walmart doesn't even enter into the, you know, spectrum of where would you go find good food? But they have exactly. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like right to there. It's like, oh, thank you guys. Yeah. You yeah. order it. Universe, I would like my food to be clean and nice. And then you go see it, right? I think Ashley has something to say about that. No, I completely agree. Cause that's like where we work. I mean, it's a different consciousness and the people that come in, they're supporting community and it, they're like, we don't look at the price because it's what we want in our reality and our world. And so it's supporting its collaboration. Like even the local, it's like keeping all of it, you know, going to the local farmers, asking the questions and be having them as your source, even when it comes to your vegetables and your fruits and stuff. And it does, like you say, you put it out into the universe, it comes right back to you. Yeah. <laughs> see it yeah. you know yeah. 
It's all related to Sasquatch. How crazy is that? Like, because Sasquatch is nature. Sasquatch is organic. Like, (laughs) yeah, totally, huh? (laughs) I'm I'm losing, I'm losing followers because people like Todd just gone right off. Like, I just want to learn about Bigfoot, and it's not just about that. Like, people that come on expedition, you better eat clean, man. You come out here and your body's toxic. You go pee in the Sasquatch, you're gonna be like, "What is the matter with that guy?" (laughs) I've seen it happen. You got to be clean. You, You can't, you can't come out here. Or you can't come to a Sasquatch expedition where you're trying to find yourself. You have to have found yourself and be ready to go to another level of greatness. So you can't be holes because you're dealing with the greatest awakening, the highest level of of illumination and 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 you know understanding. You, you can't be weak. You can't have three legs when you're running the marathon of your life, or two legs, or one leg when you're running the marathon of your life. Right? <laughs> you need to. A one leg, one you leg need marathon. <laughs> yeah, you know. We do have three legged, three legged Lucy. You should do it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, um, Ashley, you mentioned earlier about the energy aspect and how you've been connecting energetically with the Sasquatch footprints and signs. Mm-hmm. When did this begin for you? Okay, well, I think the realization—it's been my whole life. And maybe being in the culture that I'm in, it's been suppressed. And when I went out on the first expedition with Todd and really felt, and I think it's because I had a level of healing, like I peeled so much and then found who I was and the gifts that started to come about with inside of me. And I went with him and I could just feel like energy I've never felt before. And like, even when it comes to tree breaks, it's like I'm following or being guided and it's really hard to sometimes express how. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. We got disconnected when you said when we I went, went on the, the first, first expedition, expedition and then we lost connection. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's where <laughs> I guess I really. <laughs> you just told me, but I didn't hear you. <laughs> Right. I really could feel, I guess, the energy of like where he would take us to certain tree breaks. I would like feel, but I would see the energy at the same time. And it like, for me to explain it, it's like a sparkly gold energy is how I perceive it. And like, but I could feel it and like my arms and my hands will light up and I can like then feel certain things. Now, when I bring that to other tree breaks, I can feel it on my own. So being exposed to what Todd exposed me to, I go out into nature on my own or with other people, I can feel the energy. I can feel like a presence. And when we were driving to um, Rocky Mountain House, I I discovered that I feel like I've been connected this whole time and they've been in my life this whole time. It's just, it took me to go on expedition to really put it all together. And then even going, you know, through it now, like on the weekend, we parked right beside the Sasquatch footprints. I put my foot in there. I could literally feel it go through my whole body and like just feel the energy. And then I'm guided. And I don't know how I'm guided, whether it's the energy I'm feeling, however that is showing up, but I will go to tree breaks. I'll find the tree breaks, but it's like I'm being guided or I'm following the energy. And like, even in, they came to me in dream time the other night and it's just the energy. And they're like, you're learning is what the message was. Cause I kept going, why me, why me? And they're like, 
<laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just an energy is how I can explain it. I I don't know what it is, but <laughs> trying Sweet. to discover it. Yeah. And so so many people that I take out, it's just it's forget about the it's the, not just a Sasquatch, it's it's just it's a life-changing experience to go out there and all I do is just show them the reality of how you can connect and these are these are these plants are living beings these let's go let's go do water ceremonies and connect with the the, the water of the of the area and, and get it all into your body and feel the earth beneath your feet and when you start connecting like that it just it opens up a whole new world and mm-hmm. it's and also on the first expedition i think what really helped transform the energy inside of me was when i heard what Todd says is Jane, she really pierced my heart. Like I've never had anything frequency wise pierce my heart. I understand everything's energy, but her whoop that she let out and it just penetrated into my heart. And it felt like just, I don't know, like a heart wall was dismantled and like everything ever since then it would just it's been, yeah. It got her. It literally, <laughs> I'm, I was walking in front of her. And she, she was just behind me. And I just heard, the, I heard the Jane whoop. Jane is the video force Sasquatch, a female. She's a shaman Ness, I believe of this tribe. And I look back and I just saw her eyes and she was just like, you know, like the emotion was overwhelming and she was touching her heart. I could feel it. Like it was a frequency that they, she let out and it penetrated. It's not like I could hear it. Yes. But I felt it at the same time. And that was just mind blowing because I've never in my whole life for nine years. I've never felt anything like that from a sound. Yeah. Tell us about that, please. I'd like to hear you guys' perspectives. This is, this is a big deal for us. Well, yeah, for, for me, I get a lot of data. Data comes from that experience. It feels to me like, um, one of the things that we've talked with you, Todd, over the last, you know, four or five years or however many years we've been hanging out, a lot of these things, right? These things. And when you remember when you first showed up to the um, Ilaria and uh, you brought some expeditioners and spent the night mm. on the boat there? Yeah. Or, yeah. Do you remember being interviewed by the Sasquatch? Yes, I do. I remember that. But you, you know what? It was... It's something to me that was really like, I kind of think I'm crazy. This isn't real. This isn't really happening. So, you know, it, it's something that I, even to this day, I'm just getting over the fact that, you know, I was in denial of those things, you know? So, and interviewed in that, like, they're just, they're scanning, right? That they're learning about me. Well, she was using me. her words and she was interviewing you, asking you questions, specific questions yeah. that had to do with why are you here? What yeah. are your intentions? Do you remember that? I do. Actually, when you guys took me for that walk now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were sitting at on the boat. We were sitting at the yeah. boat on the table. You had yeah. your oh expeditioners there. You had three people with three you. Three people with you. Three men. And, uh, and it was the first time and the first time you'd met myself and Elia. Yeah, very first time. Oh, okay. And okay. she started grilling you. It was like she'd come up to the table and she's, you know, short. I'm five foot she's tall. She's five foot, but okay. all of a sudden it felt like her head was touching the ceiling yeah. energetically. She took a big yeah. space and then she started directly asking you questions, she looking in your face and yeah. started asking you questions. Why you're here? What are your intentions? What would you do? Et cetera, et cetera. Do you... You're saying that was a Sasquatch that did that? Yes. That was what was about. Yes. yes. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not that personality. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's, like, she's more along the lines of, oh, he's here. Good. See ya. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that. I just thought, I just thought, I thought you were being awesome. 
Penelia. I just I was appreciative. I was like, I like it. I like it when people hold their ground and challenge me. What are you really about? Like, who are you really for? I just want to be transparent. You know, I just want to, and, and I, and I want to, I want to, I want to put that feeling out there, not just the words. I want to, I want to respond because these are important questions, important stuff. And I was very respectful of that. So I didn't know, I didn't know it was a Sasquatch. Yeah, I just thought was... you could be a tough chick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 foot tall and head strapping on the roof. Yeah, it was it's... kind of funny because I was watching and I could see you. It felt a little bit like you're all the guys were like, all the guys got a little chair. smaller, like a <laughs> <laughs> girl. I was like, mm. oh, they really want to talk. They really want to know what you're here for. They're really interested. This is this tribe, the tribe yeah. that's here, right? Yeah. They were connecting. They connect wow. with her. They were talking. They asked for permission. They did. They did. Can we talk? Can to we him? talk to him through you? Through you. Right. They're not like, um, like a, they're going to take somebody over without their permission, right? It's not like that. They're yeah. very, very well-mannered in that way. And mm. they asked for permission. Can we speak to this guy through you? That's so cool. And I said, sure. Okay. Because I trust them completely, right? Yeah. Because we're in the same field. Like Ashley was saying, it's an energetic thing. It's a connection thing. It's a heart thing. You know. And then when you recognize it and give it a name, you know it's been there all the time. Mm-hmm. It just you kind of I have so many you, you missed it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just... So I mean I trust him completely and said, sure. And we walked into that room and you guys were sitting there and it was just direct, you know. <laughs> Todd, why are you here? What do you want? What is your intent? And so I was like, he's being grilled, you know? And <laughs> answering, 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 and says, Yeah, we like you, okay, that's all cool. You know, we're gonna show you where to go. And then they're like two more guys and one third, a third guy they did not want to have connection with. That's right. Yeah, they didn't want to connect with yeah. one of them. They were yeah. great with the other two. Yeah. And one of them, they're like, why? But he says, no, not him. You not want to him. put him to sleep because the mind, Jedi mind thing, the person That's goes exactly to sleep and wake up. Yeah. And they, told me, they told me that the Sasquatch was going to come and talk to me and, and one of the expeditions and not the other one. And literally a Sasquatch came around. I woke up. Actually, I, I felt I felt them coming a long ways off. I was up for half an hour. I knew where they were. I was looking in the right spot. And then one of the expeditioners woke up. I was like, hey, guys, because hey, I could see him. And then the other guy just wouldn't wake up. He wouldn't. And this guy, that was the anesthesiologist who yes, wakes up on a, a, a squirrel. Like all night, he was like, what's that? It's a squirrel. What's that? That's just a leaf that fell on the ground. What was that? That's probably a moral that just dug a hole in the earth. Like he's very, and in the moment, he was dead out gone that's why he was really questioning too he's like he's like there's a track over there that was really a sasquatch you go yeah he goes i always wake up why didn't i wake up mm-hmm. and you're you're there and all you're going i told you they're gonna put him to sleep they're gonna let the other guy have it and you know it, it, don't wake, it him up. don't wake him up and you said you were trying to wake him up and shaking yeah. him and he didn't he wasn't getting up for nothing well because because you know I, I want them to have that experience that's that's part of what i do but so i don't like like she gives me advice a lot about people that i'm not reading correctly you know, and and I I want to I'm I'm I like to forgive I like to give people second chances and I eat crow for it sometimes, you know, because I want to believe in the goodness in people and then they take advantage, and uh, but that's that's kind of my mind state. But that's what's so amazing, Larry, about having Analia and uh, Ashley is I'm I'm learning to just be guided and allow that I do my masculine job and they do their feminine job and together we're like this perfect circle, you know. 
and it really flows and it, it just feels it's so right it's so it's so natural it's so nature isn't it it's so yeah. nature so Excellent. that's so cool though i had no idea you were grilling me for a sasquatch that's amazing you did see <laughs> i remember that that's still, well yeah, I, and I didn't know you so i just thought you were just you could just have big energy like that so it's the first time meeting right yeah and, and also at the time we tried to breach the experiential telepathy energy thing with you and you were like, no, it's all physical. I don't want to go down that route. It'll you know, dissent, it'll, it'll ruin take away from what I'm trying to teach here. Yeah. 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 And how many? Well, Uncrackable. more open to it now. More open, that's it? Well, you <laughs> definitely are open to it. Clearly, more than he has. He I think I'm kicking ass now. Yes, for sure. I'm not going to say you're not. I'm excited about it. It's, it is. It's a whole new world. Well, because John Budenegel was such a hero of mine. I love the man. He was, a, he was like a, he was a father figure to me. He was so, no, 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 don't do that. Keep it, keep it physical. Keep it real. Keep it factual. Keep it logical. And then he died. And I realized that was his Achilles heel, wasn't it? That was his source of failure. <laughs> he, he did. I remember him telling me once, you know, I'd like to see this discovery precipitate in my time. And I thought for sure you will. And he didn't. He literally, as great a man as he was, he's wonderful and gentle and honest and true and transparent, but nothing spiritual. And, and, and I realize I owe it to him now to be the next generation of human being to go, this is what it takes. And, and p- women that he admired, well, I have to say women because it's Jane Goodall, Diane Fossey, right? The greatest primatologist of all, all time. If you ask them, they'll go, of course it's spiritual. In fact, <laughs> Jane Goodall was asked that, like, how was the journey? The science of love, she goes, it's spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. Like that was everything else manifests underneath that. For Jane Goodall to say that, and man, if you don't listen to PhD Jane Goodall, who was boots on the ground, professor, genius, amazing woman, what she did, the, the stuff that she broke through, you're just, you, you need to go do something else. Like she's amazing. So I think. You got it. You got mm-hmm. it. It's the evidence that you see and the evidence that you try to make fit into your worldview that causes mm-hmm. the problems. And when it's just physical, only the physical and nothing else, you know, that's not who and what you are. You know mm-hmm. that there's a problem and, and to get through it, right. You got to get cracked open a little bit. And that's, I think what you mean by when you say awoke. <laughs> right. Awake and open a little bit. It's awake. It's awake. Well, awake. Awake. You could use awake. awoke. I like it. It's like a new don't word. Awoke. No, don't use it. Awoke. No. Awake. Awake. Okay. No. We'll call it awakened. Awake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Awake or awakened. The woke sure. thing is. Woke is no good. I think you don't want woke, to be awake. I think the woke thing's there. not so good. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. So one of the things that happened on that first journey was that they, um, Todd was in a really stressful space himself. And the Sasquatch were trying to get through, but they wanted to give him a hug. Yeah, they wanted to give him a big hug, you know, but he was like prickly prickly and very prickly. Absolutely. they suggested um, a cleansing in the river. Right. I remember with that. the um, cedar cedar branches and stuff. And the water ceremony. And the water ceremony. And so we went and did that. And then they presented him with a pebble from the river to take home with him so that he wouldn't forget. Do you remember any of that, Todd? Yeah, no, I still have the pebble, absolutely. But you know, you know what, you know, what I felt from that, honestly, was uh, 
I felt all this love from you guys and the Sasquatch. And I felt bad that I just, I wasn't able to, because I just didn't have my children and I, I didn't know if I'd ever have them back again. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so bad that I wasn't able to open up to you guys. I felt guilty because I just like so much love from you guys. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's Thank the you. hug. You know, it's like this energetic connection. It's not like Larry and Inelia or the Sasquatch. It's just the whole thing. It's not like yeah. separate, you know, mm-hmm. energetically it's, it's a heart connection, like Ashley mentioned. And when you said um, you thought that it was a female shaman for the Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and that is actually very common for them to connect, right? Mm-hmm. And the Sasquatch haven't given up on us humans. They never did. <laughs> I agree. They never did. Yeah. And one of the ways in which they keep their connection with us is that at least locally, hasn't, there hasn't been any cases that I know of recently, but historically and until very recent, I would say one generation ago, the Sasquatch would um, take girls or guys with them into their tribe for a while, mm-hmm. and then they would have babies. And these babies were connected to both, right? To humans and Sasquatch. Sort of a bridge. Like a bridge. And if the baby looked really like a Sasquatch, they would stay with the Sasquatch and they would send the guy or the girl back home. But if the baby looked like a a person, like a human with no hair and stuff, they would send the baby back with the parent to the tribe. And the tribes would say, oh, yeah, they came back with a really ugly baby, they would say. (laughs) And that's how we know. And even today, you will walk around, you know, at the rest and you will see certain families that like they have very short necks like very broad shoulders long like and they they walk like this you know and then they're usually wearing shorts and a t-shirt and it's snowing it's snowing and they're wearing like flip flops (laughs) a t-shirt and shorts right in the middle of winter so it's like but that's the physical expression but why do they do that why do they do that was to keep that connection with us, the, the, the human part. And they miss us and they wait for us. You know? And I see Ashley going, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Tell us what, what is it that's coming up for you now? Well, where I work, I know they come to me physical form. I just, I just have that knowing. It's like, wow. It's like they're just giving me a message and it's like it had to come through that. And the way you're get, describing a presence in that, it's like, yep. Like there's this one guy that I don't know. It's like the only one that would know is someone that's reading me energetically and I can hear them. It's like, Oh, we just had to come in like physical form. Like it's a message from, you know, them, but it's coming through this person just to come to me physical form because sometimes it's really hard for me to accept what's going on and, and trying to read the messages. If you want to, you know, say that because like they break trees all the time everywhere and it's like (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but just be and allow it to flow is what I have to really work on yeah yeah there's they're in everything they're so connected everywhere is is what she experiences and of course I I I know it to be true literally she sends somebody like she works at a a very uh it's, it's called the light cellar but it's uh a store where, you know, you give 
what would you explain the story as? Uh, it's like medicinal mushrooms and herbs and just up-leveled ways of living, connecting so, to nature. So, so some some native shaman will come in and give her a gift and do this stuff. And she'll go, the Sasquatch are, are responsible <laughs> for that. And, and I go, really? And then she explains it to me and I go, you know, I, I see the same. They don't, I'm not quite at that level yet, but I, I'm at home. And I get messages and, and, and I feel things and like, uh, like what's, what's really scary to me is so last year on expedition, I had these incredible expeditions and I was so, I felt the Sasquatch there and they were talking to me and I kept seeing these weird images of like black and white and lights and it looked very computer-like to me and I just couldn't understand it. Well, about four months ago, this new drone came out from DJI. It's a thermal drone and it has images like that. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what the Sasquatch were showing me. They're showing me, because when I sat down, I was like, can I put this drone up? Is it going to upset the Sasquatch? It was very concerning to me. And they knew I was going to be concerned. And their message is, yes, go do this. Go get this drone. This is the footage you're going to get. And then, and then I thought, I also started to think into it. Why would you allow me to do that? They go, it's not for us. It's for you. You need to know. Like, I, so, I, so what I did is started putting myself in my shoes going, there's a drone in the air and I see it and there's a Sasquatch. How do I feel? And it'll help me get to another level because they don't care about that stuff. They're just telling me, you need this. You need to see this to become more aware and get to another level because you're going too slow. And this is how we get you to speed up. <laughs> so do this little thing, have this little dance. And, and we give you permission to do that. So like this is clairvoyance in the future. This is this is knowing what's coming. And this is knowing what I need and, and understanding me so well. You know, so I, I just I, I'm so humbled by how amazing they are that uh, and I get these messages and these things so I can keep moving along in a positive way. And it just what a, what an incredible life like to, to awaken. You just like like, man, there's no going back. You know, and I can't <laughs> wait to just get crazy like all three of you. I just want to be crazy. <laughs> like, you need to trust. <laughs> you need to really trust what is what you're. Yeah, you just need to trust. Yeah, so there's so many people that I talk to that, mm-hmm. oh man, if they could have permission and purpose, like you just described, they'd be so happy. It's like, yes, know, right? permission and purpose, just do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I know, I know why I, and I have, and I have permission. I have permission of the right thing to make this connection. I have a perfect, beautiful guide to bring me along. You don't need somebody to throw sticks at me. She could just like say, hey, check out this energy here, Todd. Mm-hmm. And I can use a drone and they're not upset. The language that you're using now is it's kind of refreshing because at, at one point when we were talking, you know, it seemed like there were, it was almost like a projection of their um, upsetness, right? Which mm-hmm. was your upsetness. Yeah. Your frustration and upsetness. It was kind of like. Yeah. I remember once um, you talked about they were angry because people were using axes and it's like, no, they're not. They actually, some of the young Sasquatch around here took some, <laughs> uh, one of those, what are those called? Machetes. From the Salal guys. Yeah, it's from the Salal guys. They stoke, took them and started cutting all over the place. The Sasquatch did? Yeah, because the kids, right? There's, the kids play around and they were cutting and using them yeah, and then, you know, discarded it. They didn't want to get caught. <laughs> they didn't want to get caught, but... You know, so they do stuff like that all the time. I mean, we have the kids, right, which are very, very playful. And they, the instance I had when they were by the side of the window, that was a kid, right? And I remember once they put a stick through our car yeah, from the beginning, did. from the beginning, like a big branch. Yeah. 
from the very beginning of the car all the way to the back and we tried to leave and we, the car wouldn't go yeah and then it's like what's going on here we look back and it's like the stick and it's impossible i mean we couldn't have got yeah. where we got we couldn't have uh, they had to get put there. in when it was parked yes <laughs> so they they like to play tricks and the one that we saw at the back in the backyard running across that was a kid yeah and they they do this kind of thing of um can you um uh, the kids will dare each other you know how you dare you to do this and they won't see you thing, you know yeah, so we have those playful. and then they're very playful and then you have the parents and the elders and then you have the shamans <laughs> right and yeah. when i when you were talking about what you do ashley i could feel from the local shaman that she said yeah yeah she's a shaman she's a wisdom keeper of the humans and they really want you to develop that part right mm -hmm. and that's and that connection of course you can learn right so larry's mom she was an elder of the maca tribe and she always said because she was a wisdom keeper and a healer um and she never developed it because not very well because she was taken away as a little child and put into one of these schools and um uh, beaten up if she tried to speak in Macra and everything else. She was oh, one of that generation, right? No. And she she always made her way back. And she had a, a big connection. And she used to say, oh, yeah, we used to uh, trade with the Sasquatch all the time for medicine. And people would say, what do you mean, trade for medicine? So were you giving them medicine or they were giving you medicine? And she'd look at you like you're a little bit soft in the head, you know? <laughs> um medicine trade for medicine and it's like it's from such a different viewpoint of the world perspective of trading for medicine for us it would mean okay they give us medicine we give them something else or they give us or we give like you know we give them medicine they give us something else and it's not like that so if you actually were to sit with another healer or that like herbs and all these things you would trade medicine. Do you understand? It's like yeah. that. So That's you would exactly teach what her. Doing. That's exactly you would what's teach going her on. or him about mm -hmm. everything that you know about medicine, and they would teach you everything they know about medicine. That's trading medicine. See? Yeah. <laughs> That's the perception and the way that they're coming in from. Yeah, you don't need a PayPal for that. Or... Yeah, and with regards to the photographs and things, that's really interesting because we put out into our community, hey, you know, we're going to be talking to Tad and Ashley, you know, what should we ask them? And they said, well, can you ask them why they are like, they let some people photograph them, like Todd has the, the videos and the face and everything, mm -hmm. and some people, they don't, right? And... I think that is also connected to why they wouldn't let one of those guys wake up in the first expedition you were here with. Absolutely. And it's because some people do it to prove or something like proof or something for the community or to disprove it to the society and stuff. And other people do it for a connection to deepen the connection consciously or unconscious subconsciously to deepen that connection and these days with deep fake, they don't they don't have much attention anymore about what's like what you do with it. So yeah, they get the drone, 
take photographs because everybody's good. Guess what? They're going to tell, say that Todd did faked it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to them. Unless you're not awake. There there are people that call me and go, I can't look like Jeff Meldrum said this. I can't look into that picture and not see a living being. Like I feel it when I look at the picture. If you're woke, like if you're awake and like, (laughs) then then you get it. But, But is it because maybe like, the humans, some humans need more of a physical form. Like Todd, I feel when he's saying that is he needs that physical proof for him, for himself, that validation for himself, (laughs) that those messages are coming through. That's how I thought it went. Wow. I never even thought of that. That's actually the reason. Because yes. they did it. That is exactly why I never even thought of that. That's what it's the same thing with the drone. It's happening again. I would have, oh yes. my God, I can't figure shit out for myself. I'm, I'm really, I'm <laughs> that's really, what you have like, Ash there with you. <laughs> that's a, exactly. so, so it's just picture repeating itself. Cause I literally, there's more to it than that though. Like I understand that, that they've kept me alive. They've, they've, they've helped me learn my lessons. Like so many times, guys, like there's 10, there's, there's five times I can show you where I should be dead. Like you can't do the stuff that I did. I was protected. Like when you're talking about those those children that were being protected by the Sasquatch, they've been protecting me so many times, keeping me around, making sure I'm cool because because I do have a destiny. Now I I my my place in this whole world is so I, I go around so the Sasquatch call the people and then somehow mm-hmm. they watch my documentary and they reach out to me and then I take them out. And then like, even from Australia, there's this wonderful man, just as one example of, of the 40 people I can talk to this man in Australia comes out, the Yowie, he can't talk. He just, he just doesn't get it. So the Yowie say, they give him this tingle. He calls me, he comes out here. I teach him. He goes, man, I've been seeing these breaks and these sounds for like 20 years. They've been here the whole time. I go, yeah. So the reason that they, he came to see me was because they told him to do it. They inspired him. And now I'm this conduit. It's just that the Sasquatch can use to, to awaken people. <laughs> and, you know, I think he has some, that's true because like, even I heard before he ever connected with me, I heard them literally, I was on the lake and they said, actually, it's a lot sooner it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think. And I'm like, where the heck did that come from? And why did that happen? And then I heard from him that same night. And I find that what he's doing or what the bigger picture, what they're doing is they're wanting to connect with the humans so they can see the gifts within them, but connecting to nature and doing that is what I want. They're using him as a conduit, like he says, but to help people connect. Yes, um, who are ready to yeah. and came to connect. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. you're that normal. Ready. Yeah, it's not your mm-hmm. beer drinking, yeah. news yeah. watching guy. One of them and then yeah, who, who wants them to be shot and then they'll have proof. Yeah. Not those, yeah. right? They're not interested wow. in this at all. I, I told her that this conversation was going to be like this. I told her. Like, <laughs> I, I got it. And, and then Ash, I go on the expeditions with these, with these people and they just like, they just teach me so many things. And I, and I, I go out there and I'm such an ass, right? Like <laughs> I, I think it'd be years ago and I'm an ass. And I really appreciate you guys' patience and stuff with me. Cause I don't, I don't want to be an ass. I just, I just, <laughs> you know, I, those terror barriers, and those paradigms, they don't break down easy. Those resistance are hard, you know? And, and I can't come through it lightly because then I won't accept it. You have to kick my ass. They boot me a couple no. of, get it, get it. Go, okay. I got it. Actually, the first time he came to our house, <laughs> the most repeated words that came out of my mouth, Todd, behave. 
That's manners, funny. Todd. <laughs> manners. <laughs> <He's> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I, right. I am. I'm very excited. Go back in the woods. Go back in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> But that's 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 the power I have is that I'm I'm very excited and I'm very lit up and I'm I'm a buzzing piece of energy, and uh, but then you can't see when you're so lit up. So you got to take that energy and harness it and calm down so you get the clarity, mm, you know. So it's a uh, it's not easy for people even like me that I have tremendous inspiration. I am significantly lit. It's too much. You got to slow down. You have to have balance, and it's it's just it's a it's an ongoing struggle for my inner self, what do we call it? Inner work. Inner work is just, it's so vitally important. It's really, I, I stay in shape. I eat good. I've always done that. I'm an athlete and I'm strong and that's respectful to my body. And I appreciate that, but really it's the inner work. Now it's this new thing with me. It's literally my number one priority. And it just, I, I think in the last year, thanks to your patience and her patience, really in the last year after these last expeditions, I'm so inner working. It's inner work, inner work, inner work. It's it's like I go to the gym and I work out and I go get my exercise and go for a run and I sit my butt down and I do the inner work, get into that proper brain phase and make that that's that's a discovery and you and you sit your butt down and you do it inside. And and people aren't doing that, you know? And people aren't getting good guidance for it. You know, it gets messed up. So there's a lot of people. It's it's not enough. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's enough. So I want more. And and that's why I want to reach out to pop culture. There's some crazy, like I, I'm actually open to, you know, Joe Rogan and uh, these YouTubers, Mr. Beast, who gets 200, 300 million views a video. Like I'm actually open to take these guys out because I, I'm coming for pop culture, guys. You can't sway it unless you can touch it. So I want to touch into the herd and start showing them, oh, it's just, 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 just going to be a new ape discovery. No, it's not. And through the greatness of what the Sasquatch represent, I can bring them to the light and show them the awakening. And, and there's hundreds of millions of people in the world through pop culture that I can influence. And that's why the Sasquatch like me and they've been so patient with me because I can speak in front of audiences. And, and I do understand where you guys are because I was there. I was sleeping. I was a zombie. And I thought I knew it all. And I was all technical and science is the beginning and end. And, and it's not. And now science is saying that. Science mm -hmm. is supporting that truth. So there's really no escape for your ignorance anymore. It's, it's really out there and we need to accept it. And it's, and it's a beautiful reality. So beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, it, that, that part, the part that you're talking about is interesting. One thing that helps frame it for me, because I, I feel the same thing. You feel like driven to like, hey guys, Check it out. Check it out. Hey, guys. Uh, is uh, how we experiencing this time as a split, a split in realities. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, it's probably more like infinite, but basically two realities to experience that are mm -hmm. kind of simultaneously mixed right now. But they're diverging from each other and they're becoming more and more their own, like, paradigm is a word or their own construct or their own experience of life right so in one experience of life you know uh, you learn by getting flat tires and breaking shit <laughs> and then uh, hurting your toe and it's like all this 
Yes. And getting your, your girlfriend leaving you and you, all that stuff, you know, that's one way. That's one set of experiences. And another one, you go in the forest and this beautiful girl says, hey, look at the sparkles on that tree. I know Sasquatch did it. <laughs> yes. That's the other construct, right? The other reality, another reality entirely. And we pick that reality and we've been, instead of waking up to pick it, a lot of us just experience it. And we don't wake up, we just experience the choice of which real which yeah which real you want yeah. yeah yeah thank you you can't have both well you can have both but that yeah. one includes the dark yeah it does include that so you're gonna have to break yeah. your leg and get broken up with and hurt yourself that's that one the other one is doesn't have that yeah the one that that's doesn't cool. have that is we will use the word light you might use the word love you might use the word um sparkly there's a lot of ways that you could use words i don't know what word talks to you what can i tell you that's where the sasquatch are at right but i notice a lot of projection of authority and stuff on the sasquatch a lot of people might think oh you know there are new guides and whatever's no they're just showing us another part of who we are yes that right so they said i'm entering yeah wow so when are you guys coming over so I'm like still freaking fired up. Thanks, I thought I was doing so well. I'm just still like, you are doing excellent. You are doing excellent. Always, always. Your ears are open and your eyes are open, and that's all that's needed. If if you can't hear what I just said, then you're not doing anything. But since you can hear it, that's huge progress. Huge, yeah. Yeah, I mean, say progress. I just mean. I like you in our light world. Thank you. It's yes. cool. It's nice over here. It's sunny. It's warm. It's beautiful. It's sparkly. Scorch. Lots of Sasquatch over here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. So I, I had to. This. This. I needed Ash to to do this with you guys because she's very. Uh, she's very selective and uh, she, she doesn't. She doesn't go meet many people and she doesn't get involved in much. So now she will. She can't come this year because she doesn't have her passport even. So she's a. She's a. She. She never got vaccinated, so she's still fully natural and clean. She's very uh, Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> she bought it. She never wore a mask. Like you would literally go into a store and she'd be the one human being that's not wearing a mask. I know you she know, was so disappointed in that too. Cause she's a bit, she was a bit of a germaphobe and was like, Oh, thank you everybody. Finally wearing masks. Wearing masks, masks please. Thank you. And then I, re- I saw what it was about and I thought, dang it. Oh, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Mm. Yeah. I'm coming down. I'll be coming down uh, next week, and I'll be there for at least a week. So uh, I'm I'm so excited. My my Nia Bay trip. I feel I feel more scared this year than I ever have ever. I feel more fear about coming there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is yet. Maybe something. Usually when that happens, I have a big paradigm to break. But I'm actually normally I come down there. And I just, I just, it's good. And I'm happy. And it's a, it's a trip. It's a, it's, it's a fun vacation. And I learned so much. I actually feel scared. Something's scaring me right now. So I don't know what it is. I feel very scared, actually. I, I, constant fear. Like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so, what, what's going on? What do you so, think, actually? What do you think that fear's about? Um... I feel like I'm not called to share it because it's really, it's, 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 would it be comprehended? Like, would it be heard in the way that, yeah. Difficult to like, the, like the flat tire thing you guys keep talking about. 
interesting because it plays out in that reality. And I'm like, I, all I can hear, and I'm not guided to share sometimes or with that is it's happening for a reason. And I just sit here, please figure it out. Please figure it out. Please figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's hard for me to hear the guidance to help in a situation or it's not, I guess it's more if, it, if the vessel is open, it'll, it'll flow. But if there's that, if the energy is expanded and not contracted, I'm able to flow more in being able to hear and then relay that out mm -hmm. into. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I totally get it. I don't know. Do you get it? Yeah. So Todd, are you, how are you with change? Do are you comfortable with change or does change make you nervous? I love that. I can't wait to change. I feel I feel so um, let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. So you have a personal space, right? Like mm -hmm. your RV. Uh, if somebody went in there, took all your stuff out and put new stuff in, and then you came in and all your stuff is gone, how would you feel? I would think that's weird. Uh replace them with different clothes with new clothes yeah. that smell different and they're not washed the same way how would that yeah. feel i'd have to get used to it um can, can i go ahead please yes this is like the jacket that you like to wear that i ask yes. you please remove this jacket and no longer <laughs> serves what <laughs> this is very enlightening i changed the jacket okay. No. So actually, maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe he doesn't maybe want just, to let go of that maybe jacket. Does, it, would, it would kind of piss me off because I recycle. Why did you? Do that? Right. right. Being honest, right. that's exactly what I would be too. Yeah. Yes. Just so, don't even touch my socks with holes in them. Let please, me throw just, them away. When I want to. When I'm done with it. It's very small. I can still use this to paint yeah. the bottom. It could be a rag instead of a sock, but I'm still going to keep my sock. Yeah. Just don't I actually don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. So, listen, mm -hmm. there's gonna when you feel that there's an opening or a possibility of a massive change, beer, mm -hmm. like groundbreaking and change that you can never go back to the old. You can't unsee. You cannot unsee it. You cannot undo it. And right. a person who's nervous about change or doesn't like change and keeps his old jacket for twenty years. We'll feel fear around that that's coming. Right. Okay. So, and I do feel a massive change. One of two things can happen, right? You can embrace the change, mm -hmm. right? And that will trigger all your fears and everything else. Or you can push it away and then nothing will happen mm -hmm. because you still have free will, right? You still have free yeah. will. Yeah. Does that resonate with you, Ashley? Like a hundred percent, like, holy cow, like, thank you for saying this. And yeah. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. And I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I get very emotional. Like this stuff is so personal to me. I get, you know, I'm this big six foot three guy and tough guy in a ghillie suit and kicking ass. I'm very emotional. I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys something. <clears throat> this year, when I took Jason shoot, who's this amazing guy, you're going to meet him eventually. He's a dog trainer. He's awesome, dude. He looks mm -hmm. like a, looks like Cheech and Chong. Hey, dude, what's happening? He's just a so lit up, amazing guy. 
we went up and we had this incredible success up on Radium with the Sasquatch. An unreal success. I saw him. He was around. Jason was there. And, and after it was all over and all the success, I actually hugged him and cried. He's like, go let it out. He was like, oh, I can't go. Because we manifested that. We had this incredible success. I literally cried for like five minutes. I was just crying like a little kid. Like, because it was such a, I just needed that so bad. I needed to know that I was, I was okay with the Sasquatch and they would trust me. Like they did so many amazing things to trust us. And even bringing up a person there like Jason, it's, it's hard to feel your way into who can cooperate with you and who can't, who's going to suck my energy away and, and damage my, my work or not. Or, or, or not allow yourself to bring it back to you, bring it back to you. Yeah. Right. Um, like I really, really like for you to hear what what they're saying. I am. I'm listening very carefully. I always do. These these guys, these guys are so patient with me. Oh my god! How do you work with a zombie like me? Because <laughs> um, like when you guys are saying that, like I don't know how personal I can really like see it reflecting in all his re- like I can always see within myself my self awareness around that, but like want to talk about that doctor he bought him a complete new wardrobe of clothes and i'm like he could see the it's an up leveling it's that let's go see how valuable you are to yourself todd and then reflect it this is why i'm trying to teach him about the jacket let go of that because you're you're so much like you the value and it's 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 that's where like you saying it's like i feel that i completely understand and Mm. i feel that energy and sometimes i don't know how to express that like everything that you said is like oh how can i like that's what (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. quite good at that let me tell you (laughs) i I feel a lot i I feel i feel a sense of urgency though and i and i will I, I can do it and I will succeed because this beautiful planet needs what, what I'm doing matters and the change that I want to incorporate matters. And if, if I don't get up and fight for this, like if I just change 10 people's lives, it matters. Those are 10 people that are going to have, and it's, and it's really working that way. I literally have dozens of people now that have taken on expedition and literally tens of thousands of people that watch my stuff and follow me. It's, it's changing. Even if it's just a little bit of change, just gets them in the right direction. It matters so much and it's so exponential because it's love and positivity. So I feel a sense of urgency to just really face my fears and, and grow and expand. And, and, and I hope anybody watching this show really listen. I'm just a human being. I'm a human, which is a, a manifestation of light. And we all are humans and we all are expanding and growing. And you all can. Don't ever let anybody tell you can't or don't or won't. You know, I almost, I, I'd swear on the show, but we're not supposed to like mm, that, you know, you can <laughs> like change if, if, if I can do it and I'm not special and I'm not, there's nothing unique about me that makes me different. I just work hard and I care and anybody can do that. You're special. You are special. And there are a lot of things different about you. Yes. There, yeah. I wouldn't go sleeping in the woods alone until you showed up. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll go out for a few hours, but I'm <laughs> out of here. And now like, uh, well, I could go out all night. It's okay. Dark doesn't matter. <laughs> Enough. Yeah, you've changed that a lot in me just oh, by your demonstrating. Hey, thanks, Mary. Our natural environment. Mm-hmm. Fine here. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah you will be. Yeah. yeah. 
and and you know n- nature will take care of you. you you know you have a destiny and it's it's a if you can see your destiny is a long i'm gonna be an old man talking to young people i see these <laughs> things right so i'm good so no matter how bad the situation gets i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna be good i'm gonna do the right things because <laughs> i have that faith that, that the sasquatch showed me that is you'll be old <laughs> and wise you will burn your body out and you'll just go around and talk about the things that you did and people will respect you because you have all the proof because you if you if you can't if you can't be honest if i can't be integrity and honest and 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 good to my mate what am i teaching my daughter what am i teaching my son if i can't if i don't work my ass off every day and care then why would my son why would anybody do that so for me i i i'm a hypocrite if i'm not loving and caring and truthful and transparent and expect that to reflect in the world when i'm not that so so and and that's why i want people to know it's not really like, you know, you did it, Larry. How's that feel? You know, you know, it feels so amazing. And you know something, Larry, that mm. is so life-changing for me as, as a male, male energy, to go out to a spot and spend two, three, at least three days. Oh my, I don't know how it works for you because you're not, you're so abnormal, but I'm getting a lot of my expeditioners to do that because that, this a panic overcomes you. Survivor Man and I talked about it because we've done many, many days alone where mm-hmm. there's no time, there's no bills, there's no responsibility to society. It all breaks yeah. off in you. And as a male, when I do that, because I can't speak for a woman because there's a very different energy there. But as a male, like the protectiveness and I have to be on there for my family, I have to work with my children doing all those things that we have that weight of protection. It all goes away and it's just you. And it's I, I would encourage you to go try a couple days because. I'd actually be interested if you, the survivor men and I and the other people, we break down and panic. There's an hour like, <laughs> oh God, I can't do this. Oh God. And it never goes away. I've done yeah. it 20 times. But once yeah, the panic is gone, I mean, that's when, that's when the Sasquatch can come and talk to me because there's mm-hmm. a Zen. I have goosebumps right now. There's such a Zen that when you just shed that civilized domestication stench off of you and you just become like, I'm just one with the trees and feeling and, I'd like to, I'd like to learn to, there'll be a point where I get in my life where I can live like that. That is my goal is just to get to at least that. And that is Zen and feeling. I remember I, I knew the wind was coming and I felt the trees going, Oh, I like the way my leaves shake. You know, I saw, I saw the grass go, man, this is just, Oh, I got that dust on me and the wind blows it off. And you know, the sway, it's, the trees are dancing, you know, and, and they love the wind and, and it's a hundred thousand things more than that, that you, you can only get when you get there and talking to people that have gone that, that attrition days alone. It's, it's really, I, I wouldn't recommend it to a woman. And I don't know why I, one will, you'll do it someday, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful way to live. You have like been completely alone and isolated in the wilderness for days. I grew up. Doing all that kind of stuff. Oh, see, she's far ahead of me. So it's okay. Just okay. <laughs> catch up, Pod. Just try to catch up. Just catch up, Pod. Oh, that was beautiful what you had to say, and yeah. I agree with you. And that's one of the. I think that what you're touching on is something that we'd call importances. We had a little class about that. I spent about an hour or two really diving into these importances that we place on ourselves and as you get there those importances i mean they're artificially constructed in the first place so where you are they 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 don't actually have any value as an importance right 
that I follow. Then a different importance will start to come in. And the panic is your body's response, right? To like change the fear, the bear, whatever. (laughs) Those are, those are, that's data that your body as a body gives you to interpret. The interpretation is the part where your inner work, your spiritual work, your, the things that Ashley's talking about, alter it from, uh, this is what freaks me out to, oh, I have some data. Now, what am I going to do with this data? Mm-hmm. It just alters your connection so that it's more, what would we say, more natural light and less the experience of light dark. Right. Right. Like data. What do I do with it? Data. Oh, don't run. You don't <laughs> need to run from something that ain't going to eat you. Right. Yeah. You could just pet it. Right. But your body has been trained over centuries, hundreds of thousands of lives or whatever, however you think about it, that in this this world, you can get killed. And it's uh, like a bad thing to get killed. And so you better run. And that's the experience that we're in. Right. And the other one, the one that you're talking about, we drop some of those importances and then we just connect in with the world, connect in with. This other world, the real, the real world, as we would call it, mm-hmm. that isn't necessary. There is none of that. That's information and data to connect with, like the trees and the wind and the grass. That's the data that you're getting, not terror and change and things like that. I, I got the same things you have, but changing my clothes and changing the reality. I'm not a big fan, honestly. <laughs> but I'm getting. Better. I did actually throw some socks away the other day. <laughs> I didn't even write. I didn't wipe nothing with it. I just tossed them. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the best experience, but, you know, it was progress. Mm-hmm. For me, the change, like at the end of the day, the change is great. You just got to go through that, that pain of it. Right. And then, and then um, get there, especially, especially to think that, that, so the MD, she was talking about Garth to think that he sent me that he sent me this beautiful, uh, you know, camel outfit thing to wear. He sent me that to up level me, not as a not as an abundance so much, but just as a energetically up leveling to inspire me to look at it that way is amazing. I never until this very moment, I never she kept saying there's another reason. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> now it's because those gifts can be an energetic thing. And he is, he does this man does have a light and he does have a special thing about him that he does understand. And uh, so I look at it a totally different way now, and it's amazing. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Oh, we're really looking forward to seeing you in about a week, is it? Yeah, a week Probably. Yeah, yeah this, this episode is going to be up in about a week. Oh, so maybe you're already here when this episode comes out. It'll probably be like at about the same time. Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> next week, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be yeah. there soon. Yeah, yeah. So one of the interesting things that happens when uh, you know uh, you come out is that not just the Sasquatch get super excited and start making plans about meeting and when and where and where you should stay, but also the local Macas who have very close ties with the Sasquatch also start coming around. When's Ted coming over? Or when are we getting back together to go and look at Sasquatch so stuff? That's definitely my journey too. Is is as I wanna, I just wanna go there and meet with people. I wanna be respectful of the land and people in the land. 
that's that's kind of just the whole thing as a tour to to be guided you know I, of course i always have my influences but uh, i love to listen to other people's lessons and because they apply to me it's it's actually isn't it funny like <laughs> it's like the sasquatch makes this literally this, this is probably the way that happened and i'm just thinking about it now is that kid came around and told me the story about how the bullying happened and the sasquatch empowered him it was it even him saying that or were the Sasquatch making him come around and say that and tell me these things? Mm-hmm. And actually, that's true because he was like, Sasquatch was doing stuff to him. And they started talking about Sasquatch. Then Brian's like, I'm meeting the Sasquatch guy. And then he comes out. So really, obviously, it is true. They wanted me to get that story. And I can't tell you guys, literally like 30 lessons in that one moment. I, was, I almost like fell over. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like my whole life. <laughs> is not what I thought it was because of that one story. It, it broke me over. It was like, I was trying to break through and finally just exploded through and I get it. So that that's, that's why it's so rich coming down there and dealing with people that are really like, you know, I, I live in the city and most people, you know, on the internet and stuff, oh, you're, you're an idiot. If you think Bigfoot's, I don't deal with any of that. I go out there and I, I feel a level of enlightenment because you guys know, like how many people on your reserve say Sasquatch isn't real and you're crazy to think about it? Does anybody say that? None that I have talked to. Right? Yeah. Like it doesn't like happen. Bears, bears are not real. Yeah, bears are, they don't how, exist. How, how lit is that? You've never experienced that, have you? No, everyone that I mention it to is like on the same level or yeah, always. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. Just it, it, I just I get no resistance there. I would do I would do a seminar there to discuss the reality like like you would discuss bears whereas here i do it and a lot of people need to be most people need to be convinced or they're on the fence it's yeah. nothing it's like that different. in that whole area it's a very different perception of the reality I yeah. think. right and that's which like, one are you choosing the light or the light dark one which <clears throat> yeah right that yeah that's that's part that's a big part of it sure and then Another thing to consider maybe and see if see if you think about it, if you didn't need to get proof for anyone else, what would you do? Mm-hmm. What would how you would do you, when you come out? Yeah. How would you do it? How would you how would you have your expedition if you're if you didn't have you to don't need to prove anybody. anything to, to anybody? Oh, because there's a little bit of me that needs that. Yeah. Wow. Well, not a lot, but a little bit of me. That's not good, is it? It's not that it's not good, it's just a question. It's just a question. Oh. Yeah, don't don't give it any judgment. It's not like good or bad one way or the other way. It's just a question. If you didn't need to collect any evidence or proof or any of that for anyone, what would you do? Okay. Would you? How would you structure your expedition? How would you advertise yeah, it? How would you talk about what you're doing? And who would you talk to about it? And those are the kind of questions that I'm interested in. Yeah. And and, and you know what? I'm I'm almost there. I'm I'm about halfway. It's it's just about the experience and just coming out and you, you know, just not about, not about the, cause I, cause I, there's a point in the expeditions, every expedition where I feel like if there's no Sasquatch activity, if they're not coming around, then, you, you know, it's all for nothing <laughs> and they're not getting their money's worth. I, I do. I always feel that paradigm day four or five. I'm like, man, but can I ask another question? Maybe um, what, what do you enjoy when you bring out the people, when we go out on expedition, what's your main purpose? You've told me, to just connect them with the with the earth, to connect them with the earth and the wilderness and nature. That's my main purpose, is just to connect. And 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 every person is different, so I just want to find a way where they can comfortably connect and open up and learn. And that's I love it when people 
so many people start going off on their own little bit. Hey, I got inspiration here. Let's do that. And I want to encourage their inspiration as a guide to allow them on their journey of success. Right. And it's, it's heavily that that's, that's, those are my favorite. Those are all my expeditions. They're all my favorite that way. Because, because to be honest, I didn't have an expedition last year where there wasn't any success. And I came into it dramatically, mostly feeling like, let's just go connect with nature. Let's go have fun. Let's just go. Mm. Let's go. Cause I can guarantee you the trees will be there. The grass will be growing, <laughs> right? The, 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 the rivers will be flowing and we'll drink that. So I guarantee those things that the Sasquatch tree breaks will be there and their energy will be there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and when mm-hmm. I go out there and when I've done that this last year, that's just, uh, yeah, I, probably the, the most successful year I've ever had. Cause, cause I am growing and getting better. So, well, yeah, you're, I don't know. I wouldn't use the word getting better or getting worse or any of that, but what I hear is, let me see if this sounds right to you is that, um, you wouldn't feel bad and pressured if you went out with the feeling that you don't need to gather proof or evidence that you only need to go. So you wouldn't feel bad and you wouldn't feel pressured. You wouldn't feel like there's, stress and strain you'd feel like hey this is going to be an excellent time in the forest and of course there's bears and cougars here and there's spiders and there's maybe there's fairies i sent you a picture of a fairy i don't know if you saw it or not (laughs) i'll surprise me i'll tell you that maybe there's (laughs) watches and there's fish and there's eagles and there's ravens and all of the things right i don't need to prove the existence of any of them but if I'm here and I'm quiet and I listen, I might experience, right? And they might. And they might. You can't dictate without experience. So you just release it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I heard was you wouldn't feel stress if you went into the woods and didn't need to prove anything. Okay. That'd be the only difference, right? Yeah, I hear you. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to see you in a few days then. And hopefully, Ashley, get your, you know. Well, you know, you can go around to Mexico and come across. Yeah. Yes, Mexico. Yeah. You can actually come from where you are across and nobody yes. says anything. Nobody says anything. It's only a fear thing. It's a little like an artificial pretend border. You can, like, just go for it. You just go. And if the worst thing happens and say, you can't come here, you say, yes, I can. Or you can just turn around and try it tomorrow when there's well, somebody else. Yeah, somebody else in the way. And... Not 99% of the people I talk to have zero issue. Yeah. The 1% that have an issue. If you don't have your passport, like your, like your traveling passport. I think you need a light driver's license, isn't it? That's all you need from Canada. They have the no special. Well, I, I would test that out. Um, I know you used to be able to do that. You used to be able to, but I don't know about these I days. I don't know about these days for that mm. part. Passports are a pain and. Yeah. That was yep. my limit to stop me from going to Europe. I used that one for like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found out you just call this number or it's a web, like a website and, and they'll do everything for you in one day if you want. Oh, and then you really? get your passport. I know it shocked me. And then we went to Europe. And I would down. definitely be really open to coming to meet you guys. I'm not experienced. <laughs> well, you, you could come not even on an expedition. You could just. Just yeah. come over. Come to both of you. Bring everybody. It is. It's so fun. I love me a bit. So I'm so grateful for you guys in my life. Very, very much so. 
And thank you to all our listeners and viewers. It's been an awesome conversation and I hope everybody um, gets uh, over to Todd's channel and Ashley's, uh, is it in the inst- what is it that you have, Instagram or? Yeah, I have Instagram and YouTube, so it's Nature Infused Ash. Nature Infused Ash. Looking forward to seeing more of that too. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get those places on our uh, yeah, show notes. Links. Yeah. The bottom there. Yeah. And thanks for, you know, having a chat with us. It was interesting chat. Yes. Super interesting. Loved it. I really loved every minute of it. And, and I probably did not enough. expect Love it. what we talked about <laughs> to be what we talked about. I almost cried. Well, okay. I did a little bit a couple times. Yes. Yeah. He nearly yeah. cried a couple of times. Really? Yeah. yeah me too. I, 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 I'm a guy. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I just can't talk very much for a minute. That's yeah. all. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.